You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. On today's episode, we're actually going to talk about bricks, but on the floor instead of on the wall. Now, I love a brick floor, and we're going to talk with Michael Kungras about some of the considerations you might want to think about if you were designing a brick floor. Welcome, Michael. Thanks for having me, Elizabeth. Over the years, we've seen brick floors being used in architectural design, and they have really just created such a beautiful atmosphere. But there's a lot of other practical benefits of brick floors, Michael. Did you want to go through some of those? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, you raise a really good point. It's it's really important to know that bricks are both an internal and an external material. And for all the properties of bricks that make them a great external material, the same applies for internal and that starts with durability. So when you've got your internal floor and maybe that's the living area or, or the or the kitchen where there's a lot of high foot traffic bricks have really good abrasion resistance they're really good for everyday wear and tear whether it's foot traffic or or furniture as well which means that they're a low maintenance solution to your to your internal floors and we've seen them used so beautifully one of my favorite examples is probably indigo slam where william smart used that throughout the entire house. But could you just take us through some of the benefits of slip resistance? Because that's a big factor when I'm thinking about floors. Because bricks have that rough natural texture, they are a really good slip resistant material. And all the manufacturers do all the the relevant slip tests to ensure that they're fit for purpose. But absolutely, I know we think of bricks in a wall, but when they're used in a flooring application, they're they're more than adequate as a as a durable, versatile material. One of the things I love about bricks internally is they're such a great sound barrier particularly from an acoustic perspective and especially if you have surround sound on your television so I guess that's my final point on some of the benefits of having a brick floor yeah and and you're exactly right whether those bricks are used as a wall and as a soundproof barrier between apartments or or between neighboring buildings on the floor they're a dense material and they absorb that sound and so they're a perfect material for those types of applications Michael, do I need to think about any structural considerations with regards to the brick floors? When we're looking at brick floors and and we're designing bricks to be used in a flooring application, all of the design considerations that we would normally apply to walls are applicable to floors. So ensuring that we use a brick that has the, the right compressive strength. We talked about slip and abrasion. We've talked about exposure grade in the, in the past, making sure that brick unit is adequate and that we're designing it to AS3700, which is the masonry standard, will ensure that that brick floor is designed correctly. Michael, what are some other design and detailing considerations when we practically talk about putting bricks into the floor? Yeah, so some tips and tricks when we're using bricks on the floor. First of all, the brick unit is typically 110 millimetres deep. And so making sure that we've got an adequate recess in our slab so we don't lose any headroom with our ceiling, making sure that we're still detailing it with the right control joints because we know that bricks expand over time and whether they're in a 
wall or a floor, they will expand. And so we've got our control joints at adequate spaces and just taking into account the the layout of the room, whether they're butting up next to walls or fireplaces or around kitchen benches, just ensure that the workmanship is there and required to cut those units to ensure that you've got um, the correct laying patterns and it's looking fantastic. One of the other tips that I know from architects is applying a sealant to the floor allows you to be able to spill that little glass of wine and not cry too much about it. Yeah, and we would use that sealant whether it was an internal or an external application. And so once that floor has been laid, absolutely applying a sealant and continuously applying it over time will ensure that any spills that do happen aren't absorbed into the surface of the brick and and remain there. So any little spills that do happen are are easily mopped up and, and disposed of. Michael, what have been some of the different patterns that you've seen that work really well on internal brick floors? That's the beauty of bricks in a, in a brick floor. You've got all those laying pattern. You've got all those different laying pattern combinations that you can use. I've seen really good stretcher bond patterns where they've been laid perpendicular to the wall. And I've seen really clever ways of architects using stretcher bond, which is laid in the same in the same line or, or parallel to the wall. And then I've seen contrasting laying patterns like herringbone, which gives a completely different feel when you're looking at a brick floor up against a brick wall. So you've got those those different combinations that you can use in conjunction with colours and shapes and, and everything else that really can set apart a building when you're using face bricks as, as internal feature floors. And I think one of my favourite examples of that was Jenison Studio and they used it in a pizzeria restaurant in Adelaide and it's just absolutely superb what they've been able to do. So, Michael, just to recap, in terms of brick floors, we've got so many benefits. We've got all the brick benefits of a wall but in a floor. In addition to that, we have slip resistance that is automatically included. We've got the acoustic benefits and as they are extremely low maintenance. We then talked about some structural considerations and around using AS3600, AS3700 and perhaps at times AS4100 standards just to check around slip resistance, structural and also if you're using steel or not. And then I guess we also talked around design and detail considerations, really using the floor, the same way that you would use a wall, making sure that you've got all those things like control joints in there and that anything is cut off and and finished nicely. Yeah, when you're using bricks in a flooring application, I mean, don't feel don't feel alarmed. It's it's still going to behave the same way, whether it's in a wall or in a floor. I guess the main difference is that people are going to walk on it, and so you've you need that slip resistance characteristic. But the way you would normally detail a wall, everything absolutely applies to a floor. Now, just to get some more information about some of what we've talked about, Michael, where should our audience go? Yeah, if you head to the Think Brick website, we've got uh, a fact sheet actually dedicated to brick floors and, and it shows a lot of different case studies of architects who have used bricks in, in fantastic flooring applications. Or you can head to the show notes where we'll have a bit more detail about what we talked about today. Michael, I've enjoyed thinking brick floors with you today. Thanks, Elizabeth. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow, rate and review our podcast. We are always looking for new ways to think brick. If you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about, there's a link in our show notes to let us know.